0: Hey there, my name is Ricky Smith and I'm the founder of random acts of kindness everywhere a nonprofit that simply does exactly what it says Promote kindness everywhere. We know the world is crazy right now If you are searching for a podcast that has a deeper conversation about race My co-host angel gray and I will be discussing everything going on right now on our podcast Random acts of podcast on blue wire podcast network to find out more go to rakeNow.org. Enjoy the show on this week's episode of the podcast, Drew is taking us back to Africa for one of South Africa's greatest ever soccer players. Bafana Bafana, baby. I can't wait to see how our pronunciations hold up on this one. Buckle up, this is Deadball Brothers. Welcome to Deadball Ball Brothers, a weekly podcast about soccer and history with a healthy, healthy, still healthy dose of stupidity. Selfie. Selfie selfies. Mm. So healthy, selfie. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Brought to you as always by BetOnline.ag and we are part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. I am your host, everybody's most favorite freelance soccer writer, Adam Whitaker Snavely, joined as always by my real-life brother.
1: I'm also your host, uh, Drew Snavely, <laughs> Manchester United fan, not soccer writer whatsoever.
0: You could be if you wanted to be, though.
1: Anybody could be, I guess. Uh, yes. I'm a soccer speaker. Yes. So, you
0: talk the soccer. I talk the soccer. You speak it into existence, some might say. Yes. You so, manifest.
1: Talking about manifesting things into existence, the Premier League is only ten days away. Ooh. My friend. Oh, my brother. You,
0: you could call me Manifester United.
1: <laughs> oh, that was kind of clever.
0: Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Acknowledge me. Yes.
1: I think um well. So German, Germany's always already back. Germany's Bundes, been back. Bundesliga's been back. Yeah. Italy's coming back. And Spain it, is coming back. Italy
0: and Spain are the wild ones.
1: They to me somebody told told me today that starting on Tuesday, there is one at least one game being played in Spain, Italy, Germany, or the Premier League for the rest of the month. Go nuts. Like, each day, there's at least one top-level game being played. That's going to be wild. Which is pretty... That's a nice treat. Yeah. Yeah, for real. As long as uh, people aren't dying. Yes. From...
0: Which, it seems like... I mean, we haven't gotten news out of the Bundesliga that there have been, like, significantly more people testing positive for for coronavirus. So... Yeah. If trends hold, hopefully, that will continue to be good to be the case... I know that um, there have been a couple of like notable players in the Premier League that have held out a little bit from all the team workouts. I'm interested to see how those play out. Troy Deeney. Uh, most notably N'Golo Conte. Oh, yeah. And N'Golo Kante wasn't participating in Chelsea team workouts because yes. he was a little bit nervous. I know at one point people thought he might have a heart issue. I don't remember if that ever got resolved or if huh. he actually had a heart issue. But they were people talked about that as like a possible he was nervous for underlying causes type of thing. Gotcha. Um, that yeah. he might be more susceptible to the disease being more
1: serious. Completely understandable.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, we are still. I mean, at this point, days away from soccer coming back, which wild, crazy oh, to think about. I'm very
1: excited about that.
0: It is welcome, certainly. I'm interested to see what the the Premier League empty stadium experience looks like.
1: I'm hoping there are crowd noises. I'm
0: hoping that pro uh, crowd noise. They do it like the South Korean baseball league and put stuffed animals in the seats. Oh, because stuffed
1: animals instead that's of that's actually dolls. what the
0: Korean baseball league was doing. Yeah, stuffed animals. Yes. Super not sex dolls. Yes. Absolutely no She's way not. those are sex dolls.
1: Yeah. So shout hey. out to FC Seoul, FC Seoul. I was going to say South Korea, they <laughs> are trying a bunch of different things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really really trying to be innovative. <laughs> yeah. the space. You got to respect <laughs> it.
0: There, there are, some might say they're disruptors. Yes. Yes.
1: <laughs> Drew. Uh, yes.
0: You have a story for us today.
1: I do have a story for us today. And we're not
0: talking about Europe and we're not talking about Asia. We're talking about Africa.
1: We are in Africa. Specifically the south of it. The south of it. Just the tip just Yo, the southern no. tip Yo, of Africa boy. one might say
0: oh okay <laughs> i'm
1: so, i'm so sorry south africa Let me bring
0: it back bring <laughs> it back okay let me bring it back we will touch
1: on other parts of the world throughout this story but yeah, I need another drink. uh yeah you do it's going to be centered around a south african men's national team player english teacher note centered on centered on not centered around You can't around. center around something. Yeah, you're right.
0: It's logically Yeah. doesn't wow. make any sense.
1: That that does make sense what you just said. People wrote that in their English 101
0: essays all the time and it be like, nope. You idiot red pen.
1: But it's like why you got to be an English teacher when we're just having a fun podcast right here?
0: Uh because centered around doesn't make any sense. Drew. But
1: people understand what I was saying.
0: Yeah. And the people should also know that they don't make any damn sense when they say Africa. Okay.
1: Okay. Well, we're just going to get into this. This is now an educational podcast. We're going to get into this. So some of you may have heard of Lucas Radebe. South Africa.
0: (laughs) Uh, Maybe you've heard (laughs) of South Africa.
1: (laughs) Maybe not. Lucas Radebe. He's a South African legend. Wouldn't be surprised if you heard of them, but also at the same time, wouldn't be surprised if you haven't heard of them. If you're a newer soccer fan, if you're a younger soccer fan, somebody like me. um, I must confess, I do not. I was going to say, you are, I would consider, a younger soccer fan. I mean, you're only 28, (laughs)
0: 28, about to
1: be 29.
0: You wow, you're so dead on. I know. Look at
1: you go, look at me go. I'm a good brother. You are
0: correct. <laughs>
1: um, still in my 20s, so. still in your 20s, still not, young, you not, know. not yeah. yet a boomer, not yet a boomer. Only a couple more years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Just screaming at kids to get off my lawn. <laughs> but Lucas Radebe was born on April 12th, 1969, which is a very nice year. Nice. <laughs> Not nice in Johannesburg, South Africa, mainly because of apartheid. Yeah,
0: apartheid's bad. Apartheid was a bad, bad thing.
1: So he was born in Deep Kloof, Johannesburg. It's kind of a sub-city of Johannesburg. Full
0: disclosure, we looked up how to pronounce pronounced Deep Kloof before we started recording this podcast.
1: And we should get points for that.
0: We should get points. We did <laughs> some research. The
1: bare minimum. We
0: did the bare minimum. We really did the bare minimum. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um from a young age Rababe would play soccer at any free moment he had with friends and eventually began playing for a local cu- local club Deep Kloof Wolf Wanderers.
0: That's a great name.
1: Wolf Wanderers.
0: <laughs> Deep Kloof Wolf Wanderers.
1: Yes. Yeah, so Heck yeah. It's kind of funny cuz the the some of the South African teams that I came across um clearly had taken team names from all over the world. Sure. And like, we're using this now.
0: But like, Wolverhampton Wanderers are just referred to as wolves, even though Wolverhampton is the real name of a place. Yeah. And their actual <laughs> nickname are the Wanderers. Wanderers. But they're just like, you know what? We're, we're the wolves now. We're the, we're the wolf wanderers, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> From a deep gloof.
1: Oh, gosh. So, like I said, Bay was growing up during apartheid in South Africa, which I'm sure you all know. About apartheid, like essentially state-sponsored segregation. And yeah,
0: usually segregation is state-sponsored.
1: That is true, even even
0: when they say it's not.
1: But they were like passing laws, yeah, specifically yeah. stating
0: it's it's like old segregation in the United States and not the new current segregation yes. in the United yes. States. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, the redlining and all that stuff. Absolutely, absolutely. So, I mean, apartheid wasn't. Gone until 1994. Yeah. So I mean, it was like his entire childhood. I was alive. Yeah. And I was
0: alive when apartheid was still happening.
1: You were alive. Elon Musk's dad was a very strong believer in apartheid. So. That's
0: not surprising whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: who who knew? Really. I did. You did. <laughs> So, Lucas Radebe and his family, who were a part of the black majority population in South Africa, struggled along with millions of other non-white South Africans as a result of apartheid. Yeah. So, I mean, they were growing up in a very poor part of Johannesburg. Yes. Yeah, and so many laws were in place to just keep them there.
0: Have you ever heard the Trevor Noah bit about... Um... Like growing up in apartheid South Africa and how he was a crime because, um, I think his mom was black and his dad was white or hmm. something like that. I I can't remember. I'm pretty sure his mom was black and his dad was white.
1: I didn't know that he was South African.
0: Yeah. He's South African. And, and so he'd be like, I'd be walking in, in like the market with my mom. I think he made a joke out of it, obviously. He's like I'd be yeah. walking out walking in the market with my mom, and we'd see like a policeman in the distance. And she'd be like, "No, get away from me."
1: Oh god. <laughs> Don't know him. <laughs> that's so terrible. Yeah. Goodness and that's precious. a little
0: thing called making some joy out of your trauma. Yeah,
1: I guess so. So, anyways, back to the story. Growing up in Johannesburg, as a teenager, Ratabe would frequently take part in anti-apartheid pro- protests with Many of his friends, a lot of teenagers do it. I mean, a lot of people were doing it at the time. Sure.
0: Relatable content. Yeah.
1: As a result of this, it was a really dangerous time in South Africa because the white minority government constantly used violence to enforce inhumane laws to keep control and yeah. would try to quash these protests and demonstrations. Mm-hmm. So a lot of Lucas Radebe's friends got arrested – and some of them even lost their lives while doing these demonstrations. Yeah. As the tensions and violence continued to escalate, Radabe's parents sent him to Bofothsetshwana. Wow, I looked up that pronunciation, dude. Nice, Bofothsetshwana. That's a that's so many consonants. Yeah, it's it's like fifteen letters long. That's
0: that's a, that's a long name. It's still my...
1: Bofut Thetswana.
0: Bofut Thetswana. Yeah. I'm impressed.
1: Bofut Thetswana. I'm still probably saying. Don't it already, I mean but, like
0: you keep looking at me like I have the answers to this, and I do not, <laughs> my, do my not. friend.
1: <laughs> I think if people know of Bofut Thetswana... They're probably oh. are listening to this like,
0: this idiot. This
1: idiot, but we know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah,
0: yeah, also probably true. <laughs> yeah.
1: So his parents sent him there to to continue his education in a safer environment, get him away from yeah. all these anti-protests that saw his actual friends getting arrested and sometimes even killed. Yes. So after his move, Radabe was able to join ICL Birds United, and he would become. Tra- he would train with them. He never really played with them at first. He just kind of got permission to. Play with them. He was mainly there for studies, and so soccer wasn't his main thing. But he was looking for something else to do.
0: Right.
1: You know, all of his friends were back home, and all he had was just the studies. <laughs> you, gotta have, like, you gotta You gotta do something. Yes, yeah. you gotta. You gotta have something to do. So he finally got a shot with Birds. I'm just gonna call them Birds. Shots birds, the birds United. Shots at the birds. Uh, when they needed a keeper on short notice. Hey. This wasn't Bay's natural position; it was center back. But he had some experience playing between the sticks before, and mm. so he's like, "I'm your guy. I can help you out."
0: Let's go, birds! <laughs> if and you're a bird, I'm a bird. If you're you a bird,
1: know, I'm you know what I'm saying? Oh my gosh! That's what
0: Rabe said to that team.
1: <laughs> yes. So,
0: shouts out Ryan Gosling.
1: In his debut, he actually saved two penalties.
0: Oh, whoa, whoa, okay.
1: Which shortly earned him a contract with the club. Yeah. I feel like that's the rule. You yeah,
0: know? no, absolutely. It's kind of like, it feels like a little bit, I mean, obviously, we're we're going to go into how this person then went on to have a very long and successful career. But it feels a little bit like the NHL teams that have like three keepers get hurt, and so they call up like the local beer league keeper, uh-huh. and he comes in and makes like seven saves in a game. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Saving um, two penalties is invincible. No Saving two penalties is like... Hero status.
1: She's like picking some dude off the street. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> hey, you're a body. <laughs> we need you. <laughs> we need you. Oh, gosh. So, there was one caveat with signing this contract with Birds United. Bay's parents made him promise that he would continue his studies to become a geography teacher.
0: Sure. Keep on studying, my boy.
1: Keep on studying. So, Bay soon showed that he had the bravery needed to play center back when he took a boot to the face that broke several of his teeth and sliced his tongue open
0: you know Drew bravery is one word for, for that bravery is certainly a word <laughs> that could be used to describe so it. he
1: he lasted 70 minutes in that game playing keeper and okay. from what i read he continued to play after that boot to the face but eventually he was taken out after 70 minutes but still yeah, helped. at
0: some point, your blood gushing onto the field is like probably not great. Yeah, we need to get you out of here.
1: But he still helped birds reach the final, the league final, which they lost. But uh, I mean,
0: uh,
1: I know birds. birds
0: what are you doing?
1: <laughs> the next season, rodabe transitioned to central de- defender and one footballer, read soccer, soccer, of the year. For the league.
0: Uh, footballers, Africans for soccer player.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> so this these performances all, all year caught the attention of the biggest club in South Africa at the time, Kaiser Chiefs. Dude, heck yeah. You know of Kaiser Dude, Chiefs. Dude,
0: every time Kaiser Chiefs drops a jersey, I'm like, mm, maybe I have enough money for that jersey. <laughs> Kaiser Chiefs. I mean, you gotta know Kaiser Chiefs. If you know one, if you know one African club team, you probably know
1: Kaiser Chiefs. Kaiser Chiefs. So, it was a tough decision to move back to Johannesburg. It was extremely difficult to make a living playing soccer in South Africa. Sure. At the time,
0: well, I mean, also because, especially during apartheid, but even after apartheid, apartheid, soccer was like the black sport. Yeah, and rugby was what the the white kids played. Yeah, so obviously in apartheid South Africa, there's not a lot of money being poured into the game. You know, yeah.
1: And if he studied, continued to study to be a geography teacher, he would at least have a secure job. Yeah, whereas nothing's really promised in soccer under normal circumstances. True. And when you have the odds stacked against you, it makes that decision even more tough. Yeah. So, Lucas decided that he was going to continue studying to become a geography teacher. Yeah. But, the owner of Kaiser Chiefs, Kaiser Motong.
0: Heck yeah. Who, have you ever, do you know of Kaiser Motong at all? No, I do not. (laughs)
1: Um, I just
0: now realized that the owner's name was actually Kaiser. His name's actually Kaiser. (laughs) That's so cool.
1: And the reason why it's Kaiser Chiefs was because he played for the Atlanta Chiefs.
0: I did know this
1: story. I did know that. that. So that's where the Chiefs yes. comes from. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was like, where did where did they get Chiefs? Yes. I mean it comes from a derogatory yep. mm-hmm. I mean yeah. I, Atlanta the Atlanta Chiefs like their logo is a straight up depiction of a Native American. huh. And so I mean, that's obviously terrible.
0: I once said that uh the Kansas City football team gets a pass because the Washington football team name still exists.
1: Yeah. <laughs> At least there's, like, another meaning behind sure. Chief. yeah. If you want to – I'm not really making that argument. No, but because
0: their logo is an arrowhead. Yes,
1: it's an arrow. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, if you had, like, I don't know, a bunch of police officers, I guess, you, that could be – Ma- or you, know, might you know, work. it I might be know.
0: worse these days. It's
1: probably worse.
0: They changed the arrowhead to a tear gas canister.
1: Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, that's amazing. Great. So, Kaiser Mo- Motong was not to be denied of this rising star. So he pleaded with Rodabe and his parents to join the team. Lucas Rodabe signed with Kaiser Chiefs at the age of 20 years old.
0: Okay. All right. Okay.
1: After a year with the club, Bay finally broke into the first team. And in 1989, the Kaiser Chiefs won the league, and Bay was again awarded Player of the Year. Ooh. So really making a name yeah, for himself. He's,
0: he's moving up. He's moving up quick.
1: Bay won 10,000 Rand for for his services, for his award. For his services. <laughs> yes. yes.
0: <laughs> won 10,000 Rand. I don't know the the... The conversion the conversion rate whatsoever, yeah.
1: but I knew I know that it's enough for him to um, buy an extension for his family's home Sick. because a uh, little fun fact about um what the heck
0: south african
1: architecture not, not even
0: I'm, I'm fishing i'm trying for you no
1: okay. no it's rada bay i was oh, oh. i was looking for lucas rada name <laughs> little fun
0: fact about rada
1: <laughs> was that he was one of 10 siblings yes and his family only lived this is a sad fact actually a four room Jeez. house so very small house so as soon as he won that money He's yeah. like we need to we, we need, need to more build. Rooms. Yeah, we need more rooms, we need more space. Absolutely. So, just a real uh, good family guy. Oh, also I I wanted to point out another fun fact that um Kaiser Chiefs the band. Yes. Got their name from Kaiser Chiefs Drew, the South African team. Drew, if you, you, know, you did not know Drew, that. Do you
0: know what I have to say about that? What do
1: you have to say about that? Ruby, Ruby, <laughs> Ruby, Ruby. <laughs>
0: Dee, 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 dee. Uh, <laughs> love the Magic
1: Chiefs. Oh, man. So good. Super
0: fun to play on guitar here So three. good.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, gosh. So a few months later, after Bay won Player of the Year, Nelson Mandela was released from prison after 27 years as the anti-apartheid movement was gaining momentum in South Africa. Right. So, I mean, that's pretty sweet.
0: Yeah. Good Feel good story
1: With Apartheid coming to an end It's getting near It's not completely Finished yet um, FIFA lifted their ban On South Africa To compete in international matches Which They were banned for like 40-ish years Yeah So In July 1992 South Africa defeated World Cup quarterfinalist Cameroon In their Dang First friendly and 40 years. <laughs> yeah.
0: 40 decent, Yeah.
1: Pretty pretty good. So they played two more matches in kind of a series with Cameroon and they lost the second match, then had a respectable draw the third time around. Rada Bay played in all three games. And shortly after that, the Kaiser Chiefs played a friendly w- with Crystal Palace. Sick. So it's like, man apartheid's ending, and now people are just like... All of a
0: sudden, we're just like, everybody, let's play South African teams.
1: People are more open to coming down to South Africa. Yeah. Like, who'd have thought? Imagine that. Yeah, that's crazy. so crazy. Yeah. So scouts were coming from all over the world um, to check out a lot of South African players who haven't really been scouted yet. Yeah. Um, For obvious reasons. For obvious reasons, yeah. Bay was... One of the brightest young stars in South Africa And there were plenty of teams That were interested in him Unfortunately An actual terrible incident Soon followed this Radabe was driving to the store with his brother and some friends When there was a loud bang Radabe And his brothers and his friends were like What was that? And soon realized that he himself Had been shot. Yeah
0: Do heck? What?
1: Yeah while he was driving, Rodabe got shot in the back. The bullet traveled through his back and out his upper thigh. So I'm, yeah, I was trying to figure out how that uh. worked. Yeah. Uh. But it's terrible. So, being in a car, his brother Lazarus drove him directly to the hospital to get surgery. Yo, Lazarus is a badass Lazarus name. Lazarus is a badass name. Oh,
0: like, if, if I have one person that's driving me to the hospital because I just got shot... It's I'm, Lazarus. You know I'm putting Lazarus For the multiple wheel. reasons. Yeah. Multi- <laughs> I like the reference. I'm <laughs> digging it in this particular situation. Oh,
1: uh, gosh. Miraculously, the bullet missed major organs, arteries, and bones, despite the bullet traveling very far through his body. I mean, like, I feel like that's... Perfect bullet placement yeah. to get through there.
0: Yeah. For, I mean, for the lower back, basically, if you're going to shot in the side, in the like the very, very lower back, you are mostly at risk probably of nicking some of your colon and or your kidneys, I feel like.
1: Thank you, Adam Whitaker Nevely MD.
0: And... I have to imagine it was – if it went out his thigh, I have to imagine it was like super low in the back, like right above the butt.
1: Yeah. So unfortunately, the shooter was never caught, so we never really – we'll never really know what the cause was, why the shooter shot – Just shot at a car. Just shot at a car. It, he may have targeted Radebe, um, didn't want him to leave South Africa. It may just be just random act of violence. Um, nobody really knows so because of the literal bullet hole in his body Radabe missed the opportunity to play in front of Besiktas scouts scouts who were coming to Johannesburg just to see him play that sucks it ended up working out for our guy though because he wasn't meant to play over in Turkey I don't think IMO in my opinion he was destined to grow his legend in the birth, birthplace of the beautiful game. That's right. We're headed to England, baby. China.
0: Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the podcast, brought to you as usual by Bet Online. There is no shortage of action going on at our exclusive partners, betonline.ag. Sports are slowly making their way back, and BetOnline is leading the way with the best odds and lines for all UFC, NASCAR, boxing, and, most importantly for our purposes, soccer matches, baby. And if you need even, even more, they have simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC simulations all day, every day, live on their website. Looking for something else other than sports? BetOnline has hundreds of casino games, poker tournaments, and prop bets to check out. Visit BetOnline.ag and use promo code BLUEWIRE for a free welcome bonus. That's one word, BLUEWIRE. BetOnline, your online wagering experts. Thank you so much to BetOnline for sponsoring this week's episode of the podcast. Thank you to you, listener, for listening to this week's episode of the podcast. And as always... If you would like to help us out, you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts. If you would be so kind as to give us a five star review, that'd be great. If you are going to give us less than a five star review, that would also be great. We welcome constructive criticism, but the more reviews we get, the more ratings are left on our podcast, the more the algorithm bumps it up in the charts, the more people see it when they search for it. I mean, I don't even know if you guys know this, but sometimes you don't even see it when you search for soccer podcasts if you just scroll through. If you're not high enough in the algorithm, your podcast won't even pop up. So the more people that leave reviews, literally the more people see our podcast, and it's really, really important. We also have a bunch of social media sites to follow and uh, an email. It's all Pod at deadballpod for twitter at deadballpod for instagram we're on facebook deadballpod at gmail.com if you have any comments or suggestions for us and we also have merchandise if you are so inclined we have t-shirts we have a long sleeve t-shirt we have hoodies uh and the link to that to our teespring store can be found in the description below this thank you so much for listening thanks for sticking with us through the ad break and now it's time to get back to south africa and our story And we are back from our regularly scheduled advertising break. Drew, you're about to tell us about how our Bafana Bafana hero is about to make his way to Ingerland.
1: Yes. Lucas Radebe. So the year is 1994. Nelson Mandela becomes president of South Africa. Heck yeah. Lucas Radebe... Is working his way back from... the president
0: of England.
1: <laughs> He's working his way back from injury, baby. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I feel like working your way back from injury is like a mild way from putting recovering from being shot.
1: Yeah. Recovering from a gunshot wound.
0: You know, it's not like, oh, yeah, I pulled my hamstring. What happened to you? Oh, well, I got shot in the back and went out through my upper thigh.
1: Yeah. Not great.
0: That's different.
1: So, scouts are waiting for him to get back because they want to, to see him play. Obviously. And luckily for Leeds United, their scout, Jeff Slate, had already seen him play. So, already,
0: already knew all about him.
1: Yeah, he already knew all about Rada Bay. He wanted to see him again, but he's still working his way back from injury. And from what he saw in that initial viewing, the notes that he took on Rada Bay were as follows. No, I'm just kidding. Well, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't. I have all
0: the notes handwritten right here. <laughs>
1: um, but he convinced Leeds United to splash the cash sure. and, and sign Lucas Bay for Leeds United. So Bay moves to Leeds United. I mean, when Leeds comes a-knocking at this time...
0: Yeah, in the 90s? I mean, it's it.
1: 94, so it's... They're not quite... To their height yet. At
0: peak Leeds, but they're they're closing in.
1: They're closing in. They're
0: in the Premier League, right?
1: They're in the Premier League. So
0: Which I just started.
1: Which you just started. Yeah,
0: which, yeah Premier League started in 94, 92? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 92, yeah.
1: 93? 90 Somewhere in there. Two, yeah, yeah. Be, before he got there. Before Rada Bay got there. So, Lucas didn't know where Leeds was. I mean, he knew where England was. He was a geography, he was studying to be yeah. a geography teacher, but like, who knows where Leeds is? I know?
0: still, do, to this day, don't know where <laughs> Leeds is. Is it's, it close to London?
1: It's like, uh, no, it's okay. no, It's more north. than I don't know. Maybe it's like middle of the country. The Midlands, maybe? The Midlands, I think maybe to the west. I think maybe. I, th- I think it's in I between. I think
0: maybe to the left coast.
1: Maybe to the left coast. <laughs> <laughs> when looking like, at it on the map, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's right from your direction, but left um left for me. I hate you. <laughs> he didn't know where Leeds was. He didn't know where Leeds was. <laughs> so he was a little disappointed when. Getting to England and experiencing the weather for the first time. Sure. And experiencing the food. If there's one thing I
0: can think about England's weather and their food, it would be disappointment.
1: (laughs) Just, I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed. (laughs) A
0: general air of disappointment.
1: (laughs) It was funny, his bio, he has an actual website, he said he eventually got used to the climate but never got used to the food.
0: Yeah, they eat freaking beans on toast. <laughs> beans on toast. Their culinary <laughs> heritage is only good because they <laughs> conquered literally three-fourths of the known world or anything like that.
1: Yeah, wild. So as Rada Bay struggled to get settled in England with the terrible food and terrible weather, he also struggled to get playing time with the first team at Leeds. Adapting to all these different things, was tough i mean Taylor's oldest old as time talk about culture shock yeah i mean spend your whole life in south africa and then you move to to england where it's, it's just raining it's 80 raining. percent of the year and they put beans on toast <laughs> beans on toast <laughs> who does that Good why morning. is that
0: a thing I remember seeing this tweet where a guy was like – it was literally somebody had pulled these two tweets from this guy where the first one he was like, Mexican food is terrible. He's a British guy. He's like, I don't don't know why anybody would try to eat Mexican food. And then the very next tweet was a picture of – and it just captioned cheesy beans on toast. And it was like the emoji that's like, oh, so good kind of thing. And it's just a uh, square of white bread with these – Gross looking beans covered in like mozzarella. Gross (laughs) so gross. It was heinous looking. It was awful. Mexican food food slaps. Dude, Mexican food is so so good. It's so much better than most foods.
1: Anyways, we can talk about terrible English food any other day of the week. In our next
0: podcast, which is all about food.
1: We we have to finish the story about Lucas Radebe. So he eventually makes his Leeds debut in the Coca Cola Cup, which is the League Cup. Coca Cola was a sponsor that year. Nice. We th- I know we talked about we this. We did talk about this. A couple podcasts ago. The present day
0: Carabao Cup. Carabao
1: Cup, which also happened to be the Carling Cup at one point and also the Milk Cup. The, at, the Milk Cup. <laughs> at one point.
0: Sponsored by Milk. <laughs> milk. Drink it.
1: So he made his debut in the Coca-Cola Cup, but leads were still knocked out by lower-tier Mansfield, which was a disappointment. Yeah, absolutely. But Rada Bay didn't have a whole lot of time to make an impression in that sure. debut. I mean, he came on as a sub, and when you come on as a defensive sub, it's just like,
0: I don't know. It doesn't hit. Yeah. It doesn't hit very much, yeah. you know?
1: But as time grew on, Rodabe began questioning whether or not he should stay in England since he couldn't seem to settle at Leeds. Eventually, Rodabe began began starting more frequently, at one point, starting 10 matches in a row Hey-o. at outside back or like Weird. defensive midfielder. Weird. Yeah. Before finally getting a start at center back in March.
0: Go nuts. Play him at his actual position.
1: Exactly. See what happens. See what happens. Unfortunately. Oh no. And I should say terribly again. Rodabe was forced to leave the game via stretcher after tearing his ACL. Ooh. Yeah. So that that's means That's what that,
0: happens. You play him at his position, that's what
1: happens. Potentially career-ending injury. Yeah, for real. Well, if there's one thing that we know about Lucas Rodabe so far is that he laughs in the face of career-ending injuries.
0: And he has a brother named Lazarus.
1: And he has a brother named Lazarus. Oh man. So, to make matters even worse, South Africa was set to play their first ever Africa Cup of Nations. Oh yeah! In January, so the following January, about ten months from when he injured himself.
0: That's enough time. And
1: so, <laughs> yeah, ACL injury now. Rub I mean, some dirt in it. It's like a year. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. And so, I mean, he'd be pushing it to, to get back.
0: He's got to get on that Diego Costa. <laughs>
1: Quick quick recovery plan. In, inject the, the horse. Munch on that horse placenta. horse testosterone. I don't yeah, know what yeah, they yeah. give you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to know. Shave
0: those elk antlers. Yes. Make some milkshakes,
1: baby. And this is actually even worse. It just compounds. Leeds actually had a summer tournament planned in South Africa oh, that summer. That but, sucks. But Rada Bay had to stay in Leeds. For That's treatment, such. so the whole team, what Leeds was all down in South Africa during the summer, and, and he, he was, was just, just in England, in eating beans on toast, eating
0: beans, <laughs> literal, just beans on toast,
1: <laughs> just having the worst time ever, for real. Well, he made that w- treatment and that work pay off because he eventually got back to plain shape. Bay made a substitute appearance on December twenty eighth. That was enough to convince South African man the South African manager to include him in the squad. Heck yeah! After only playing thirteen minutes in the first two group stages at the nineteen ninety six Africa Cup of Nations, Rodabae played seventy minutes at the heart of defense for the Bafana Bafana.
0: More like Bay, you know what I'm saying? Roda B A E, heart <laughs> eyes. <laughs>
1: He was playing, he started there for their third match. He played sure. 70 minutes. Yeah. So, I mean, Good job. basically worked himself back to almost complete match fitness. After a win against Algeria and a dominant semi final victory over Ghana, Bay and South Africa were in the final of their first ever Africa Cup of Nations. Oh, heck yeah! Which is incredible. Yeah, that's dope. The Bafana ended up winning the final 2 0 to a home crowd. Nearly a hundred thousand people were there in attendance. Ooh. This was months. Ooh. This was months after the Rugby World Cup victory, mm-hmm. um, that South Africa won, where Nelson Mandela handed the team the Rugby Trophy, whatever it's called. Yeah, um, <laughs>
0: the Rugby Trophy, whatever it's called. I guess it's just the World <laughs> Cup, the Rugby
1: World Cup. Um, but he did the same thing with the Bafana Bafana. For their Africa Cup of Nations victory, which was pretty cool, and like you said, um, the soccer team—I mean, soccer is the sport of the poor, and so that is why there were so many supporters of the soccer team that were black. Yeah, and like,
0: and so much of the soccer team is always black,
1: and is always black. Because I think
0: in like I mean the last time I really paid attention to South Africa's national team is probably. The 2010 World Cup. Yeah. Uh, like, I watched their opening game, and it was literally, like, there was one white guy on the team. Yeah. And that was it.
1: Yeah. I mean, it makes sense, too, because it's, like, like 80% mm-hmm. of South Africa yeah. is black. It's crazy That's just demographics. how long apartheid. Over. It's crazy that it even was a thing, considering when apartheid first started, only 20% of South Africa was white. That is just, ugh, it makes Mm. me sick.
0: Hmm. And now you know how imperialism worked.
1: Yes. Absolutely terrible. So anyways, um, South African fans are going crazy. I mean, this is is a win for the people as much as it was a win for the country. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it was was incredible. First ever Africa Cup of Nations. You win it undefeated in AFCon. Africa
0: Cup of Nations is so hard to win, too. Yeah, oh, yeah. It is a hard tournament to win. Yeah, it's rough.
1: So, because this tournament was in January, Bay was still in the midst of a Premier League campaign with Leeds. Let me just come back a full fitness, baby. So, as soon as he could, he had to head back to England because they had games to play. Sure. Leeds were in the League Cup final only a few days after the Africa Cup of Nations final that Bay played in. Yeah. Unfortunately, they were defeated pretty easily by Aston Villa but because of the disappointment in the league despite making the final Leeds fans were still like pretty mad yeah at the current state of the club were they wanted some change they wanted a new manager maybe new owners it's like you might say they wanted to lead they oh, you're an idiot <laughs> you got that <laughs> right,
0: my friend. You got that right.
1: Luckily for Adebay, he was sort of becoming this cult hero for Leeds. Obviously. So he and played goalie for a match against Middlesbrough.
0: Yes.
1: Uh, when they needed him to step up. Let's go. And... Against bitter rivals Manchester United,
0: yeah, screw those guys. You
1: know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, no, I don't. <laughs> I do
0: not know what you are saying.
1: Against Manchester United, Leeds starting keeper Mark Beanie was sent off, like with ten minutes into the game. Apparently, Leeds didn't have a backup in the matchday squad, or maybe Bay was just the backup. How would
0: you, okay, <laughs> right.
1: But he was he was he like was the their backup. he was their starting center defender as well. So yeah. it was like. Well, I guess not, you're.
0: Not the best game. For <laughs> no, no. That no. I've ever seen or heard of.
1: But at least you don't have to make a sub. True. Which, I don't know.
0: I mean, no, you True. still do have to make a sub. No. Because you need somebody to take his place. Oh, wait. He was sent he off. He
1: got a red card. Yes. You're
0: right. You're, you're right. Yeah. I see what you're saying.
1: So, Rada Bay is between the sticks against the greatest team okay. in All Premier right. League history. Okay. <laughs> Take some deep breaths. Sub <laughs> uh, yourself a little bit. Rada Bay had huge shaves from Ryan Giggs and Andy Cole. Two Manchester United greats. <laughs> United eventually edged out Leeds 1-0 after a Roy Keane winner. Which, I do have to say, what a dick, man.
0: <laughs> You're correct. I agree.
1: <laughs> he is the worst. <laughs> Oh uh, gosh.
0: No Phil Neville is the worst.
1: Yeah, it's true.
0: Gary always the good Neville. Gary is the good Neville. Everybody knows this.
1: So because of because of this, um these performances, his fame was starting to rise within the Leeds community, their supporters. Sure. He he was their guy.
0: Anytime you have a field player that's like, I'm gonna step in goal and be like good at it, like do well, instant cult status. Yes. Like Absolutely! Yeah, absolutely. Saw Mike McGee do it for the LA Galaxy. It was awesome.
1: Yes. Oh <laughs> uh, gosh. So 1998 build up to France '98. Yeah. Where
0: the USA finished last.
1: Yes. Radebe was given captaincy of south A- of the South African men's national team after becoming one of the best defenders in the Premier League. Yeah. I mean, he's being rewarded for that, which is which makes sense.
0: You got to think that. I mean, like, there's not also that. You gotta think that still in terms of like talent pool and how many players are like playing abroad, challenging themselves in good leagues, South Africa still doesn't have like an incredibly deep pool to like stack up against that.
1: Yeah. South Africa qualified for their first other first ever World Cup. Yes. In France ninety eight, if you didn't get where that was going. After a couple wins over Zambia and Congo. Um and they had a pretty good performance in their first ever World Cup. After losing 3-0 to France, I mean, checks out, yeah. the eventual World Cup champions.
0: Yeah, France was, um, how you say, good.
1: Yes. <laughs> Bafana played out two hard-fought draws against Denmark and Saudi Arabia. So they were able to go home, heads held high. Respectable. The, I mean, the country of South Africa welcomed them back with open arms. They are like, you qualified for this. We've never done this before. Kind
0: of like Buffalo when the Buffalo Bills lost all the Super Bowls. They were like, you guys tried so hard. It was Good like job.
1: Buffalo after making the playoffs for the first time in 20 years. <laughs> shh,
0: shh, 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 shh. We don't need to talk about that, baby. Okay.
1: We don't need
0: to talk about that one.
1: Oh, gosh. So, um, Rada Bay headed back to England to finish. Well, I guess he already finished out the year yeah. with Leeds. Um, but he was given the armband for Leeds for the 98-99 season. So after his nice performances with Leeds that previous year, where he was Leeds Player of the Year. He is the captain he is now. the captain now. Exactly. So soon after that season started, where he became captain, Leeds boss, George Graham, took over the manager position and... There was heavy speculation that Radebe would soon leave the team. Hmm. I, I misspoke. George Graham left the team. He went oh, okay. to Spurs. Um, and so they thought that Bay would, would follow him.
0: Follow him. Gotcha.
1: Okay. Um, but amidst rumors, offers, actually, from Spurs and Chelsea, Bay turned them both down. He wanted to continue with Leeds.
0: He was happy with the beans on
1: toast here, baby. I don't want
0: your beans on toast. I
1: don't want that London beans. I
0: want these, I want these beans. The
1: Leeds beans. The
0: Leeds beans, wherever Leeds is.
1: (laughs) Oh gosh.
0: On this godforsaken island.
1: (laughs) Oh goodness. So Leeds were still in the UEFA Cup and looking to bring it home for the first time since 1971. After defeating Roma, Leeds crashed out of the tournament to Galatasaray in the semis. You hate to see it. In the UEFA Cup the following year, this is kind of a crazy story with Bay and his injuries. Bay was concussed in the opening match, a loss to Barcelona. But he still played a few days later in a game against Spurs...
0: Dude, concussion rules took so long to be... They're still not good. Concussion rules are still awful.
1: And we can talk about that later.
0: Yeah, that's a different thing. That's a whole different thing.
1: He knocked heads with another player against Spurs. So that knocked him out for a long time. Oh, gosh. So eventually, the next match in the champion Well, it's UEFA Cup still. Sure. Was coming back up, this time against AC Milan. It was do or die for Leeds at this point. They had to win against AC Milan if it they wanted like to advance.
0: AC Milan, heyday. Yeah, like exactly. Like 90s, AC Milan's best team in the world.
1: He convinced doctors to let him play despite being maybe slightly concussed.
0: Jeez, I, you know, it's, I'm so glad that doctors have gotten less easy to convince to play these days.
1: Yes. And Radebe, Radebe led Leeds to a decisive victory over Milan.
0: Dang. Okay.
1: Which is great. Yeah. And soon after that, Leeds signed talented youngster Rio Ferdinand to pair with Radebe. hey Yeah, shots out, Manchester United. <laughs> so the pair actually didn't last very long. Radebe, him and his injuries, man, injured his right knee again. This is one that he tore the ACL on. Against Real Madrid in the Champions League. Oof. Leeds beat Real Madrid. Sure. Um, And they advanced to the semis. But Bay was done. He tried to come back a month later, which was a little too soon. Yeah. Injured his knee worse. Yes. And was now needing surgery again. Calling
0: the so, South African Stu Holden.
1: Yeah. So he missed the Champions League semifinal that year and the AFCON tournament that year as well. Mm-hmm. Which, Africa Cup of Nations, I just abbreviated yeah. for those of you who it's don't coming. know. Yeah, AFCON. So... During the injury layoff, Nelson Mandela actually visited Leeds. He had a town hall event. Yeah. True. Which, I mean, like, Leeds is the most random place for a town hall event and scenes. <laughs> but Rada Bay picked him up from the airport. He, yeah. he was like his guy throughout the stay. Um, and during the town hall, he was actually on the steps. He pointed to Rada Bay and said, this is my hero. Whew. Yeah. Fan yourself a little Nelson bit. Nelson Mandela one. said, This is my hero to That's Lucas Roddenay. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like I w- I could die. Mm-hmm. Maybe, like, I'm surprised that he didn't just, like, float in, up into heaven just at that moment. Was
0: accepted in, like, yes, Elijah. Exactly. <laughs>
1: oh, gosh. So, that was a high point. Certainly. During this really l- actual low point, because. Injuries continued to compound for Radabe, As he tried to make a comeback This actually Coincided with the beginning of the Implosion of Leeds yeah. When things just really Started hitting the fan mm-hmm. Radabe was finally able to regain Enough fitness to earn the call up For the 2002 World Cup After drawing Paraguay And beating Slovenia The Bafana had to get past Spain to advance to the knockout rounds Rough life with the game at two one in Spain's favor, Radebe headed in the equalizer, seemingly putting South Africa through to the knockout stages.
0: Uh, Drew, I'm hearing a I'm hearing a but.
1: It would have been a storybook. Uh, <laughs> like, dang. I mean, it's probably Radebe's last World Cup. Yeah. It would have been awesome to see some knockout stages. Unfortunately, Raul put in a last minute winner.
0: Oh yep, as as Raul does.
1: That sent South Afri- Africa packing. Oof. Out of the tournament, back at Leeds the next season, Bay continued to fight injuries that would ultimately be the reason for the end of his playing career. Yeah. In the championship, which Leeds fell into, yes, um, which he stayed with the team through that um, versus Wolves, Radabe ruptured 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 his Achilles tendon, which. I mean, at that point, it's like probably time to hang up the boots. Yeah,
0: when, when, when all the tendons start going at once, it's yeah, like... Yeah, not great. It's, it's done. Yeah, it's done now. It is.
1: So, at the end of the season, Rada Bay had gotten back to a place where he could actually play somehow and earned a testimonial. It was the largest crowd at Ellen Road that season with 40,000 in attendance. Wow. Which, I mean, makes sense considering how miserable Leeds was. Yeah, it's fair. All right, so I'm going to go through some awards that he won. Um, in 2000, he won the FIFA Fair Play Award for Contribution in Word with SOS Children Villages in Soweto and Support Against Racism, okay. which is pretty cool. Um, in 2003, he was awarded Order of Ekamanga in Silver,
0: I don't know what that means. And but I'll get. It sounds impressive. I'll
1: get back to it. it it's it's an award for, um, from, for people from Africa. Sure. Um, that excel in a specific thing. Okay. Specific. That makes sense. Specific field. And in 2010, he was actually given the uh, PFA Merit Award. Oh wow! So I mean, that's big. The only South African to ever do that. Yeah. Um, one of the only non-English players to to, ever win the PFA yeah Yeah. so um, he left an incredible mark on Leeds South African soccer the Premier League as a whole I mean not everybody wins the the uh, merit award sure so I couldn't think of a better way to sum up the legacy that um, Lucas Radebe had as a playing career other than uh, I couldn't sum it up better than a citation for The Order of Ikamanga. Yeah. What they wrote for him when he won that award. So they said, In a career spanning 20 years, Lucas Radebe has risen to the heights of his chosen occupation, enhanced the image of his home continent's footballers, fought racism in soccer, inspired hundreds of thousands of young fellow countrymen, and plowed back the fruits of his endeavors into helping ill and deprived children not only in South Africa, but elsewhere in the world. He has brought, uh, he has brought honor to himself, his family, and his country.
0: And they raise the vuvuzelas in a tunnel, and he walks through.
1: <laughs> yes. And, I mean, he still acted as, he was ambassador for FIFA for the 2010 World Cup, South Africa, which you would checks expect. out. Yeah. yeah. Um and obviously was ecstatic when they got to host it there. Um, but he's continued his phila- philanthropic
0: philanthropic.
1: Philanthropic yep. work, um and activist work. Well in well beyond his playing career. Um so he was just a person, player that I really wanted to highlight. The sources for the story were Lucas and Richard Himman from These Football Times.
0: You know what's good when they have just the website is your name. Yes. That's, what, yeah. that's when you were a success. Yes,
1: that is when you're a success. But yeah. The
0: website's just my name, baby.
1: That's the story of one of the greatest South American soccer players to ever exist.
0: You said South American again.
1: South South African. <laughs> oh my
0: gosh. I'm embarrassed. Uh, well now we have to record the whole thing. Yeah. You know, we have to redo it all. Darn. Darn. We're not gonna do that. Why? Because messing up is part of our brand. <laughs> thank you, Drew, so much for telling us all this story. And thank you, listener. For listening to this story. If you want to help us out as always. We would really appreciate a rating and review. On Apple Podcasts. You can follow us on our social media. At DeadballPod. On Twitter, on Instagram, or on Facebook if you want to email us with a suggestion for a story, a comment, a concern, a correction, any sarcastic remarks you want to direct at us. You can find us at deadballpod at gmail.com, and we also have a Teespring store that you can find the link to in the description below. But until next time, my name is Adam whitaker Snably, And I'm Drew. And we love you all very much, platonically, always, but nonetheless, very passionately. Bye-bye now.